And we are live. Nice. All right. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a good one today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it really is. I'm excited. I'm gonna go ahead and share now. Mm-hmm. Same here. This is going to be a really good one. I think so. Because I think, because we're doing like, I mean, we're doing two subjects, but they kind of go together. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, first week of 2021 is completed. And um, I read something the other day, and it was so funny to me. And they said it. They said it is December thirty eighth. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly though, how every, everything's kind of went. My <laughs> Lord. Oh man, I, I thought that was hilarious. Um, everybody that's joining, uh, as usual, start off like, share, let us know. Um, you know, in the comments, how we're doing, engage with us. Um, and uh, also, if you haven't seen the big news that came up on our page here within the last week, we are now on Apple Podcasts, which is awesome. So uh, definitely go subscribe to it there. I know everybody can't check us out on Facebook Live, but you can listen to us in your car or, you know, whenever you have a spare time on your cell phone there, you don't have to be watching it. So, Awesome. We're trying to get uh, as much uh, engagement and information out there as we can, and, and uh, overall uh, conversations, conversations. Yes. So, um, we're going to go ahead and get started in our topic here for tonight, which, as you can see in the description, we're talking about the prophets and the election, and it kind of lends itself to an even larger discussion about the prophets and you know, prophecy. Uh, and then at the end, we might have a little fun with something else too. <laughs> uh, so to, to, to begin, um, let's, let's, let's discuss this as far as the election is concerned. Most of the people who prophesied concerning the election, they missed. Mm-hmm. In fact, to be honest with you, I only know of one prophet, and I'm not saying this is the only one, this is the only one that I'm familiar with. Uh, there's only one prophet who said that Biden was going to win, mm-hmm. and that was Prophet Brian Karn. And even in his prophecy of that, it wasn't really a prophecy. He said it was a dream, and he was uh, 50-50. He didn't really know which one it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Out of all of the other people that prophesied concerning the election that I know of, all of them missed. Um, and I think... You know, I addressed this personally on my page in the live here back in November when the election first occurred and a lot of people uh, kind of told me I was pushing the gun or or jumping the gun rather, uh, you know, because it was not over yet. Um, Well, as of January 6th, it was certified. So we're going to discuss this together. Um, and, 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 And here's one thing before we even go any further in the conversation. I want you to share this video specifically with anyone who considers themselves to be a prophet or prophetic um, or anyone who has interest in uh, the prophetic or anyone who has um, who, who might feel like maybe they have a calling uh, towards the prophetic. I think that uh, what we share tonight is going to be very helpful uh, towards that. All right. Yeah. So let's start there. Though. So most of the people that prophesied towards this election, they they missed. I mean, uh, Caleb, what, what what do we do with that? What, what's your take? Um. Well, uh, I honestly think it was a lot of flesh involved. It was a lot of this is what I want to happen, and so um, in the spirit realm, there. I guess you could say their reception in the spirit realm got pretty muddled and very staticky because instead of them being submitted to God and what God wanted, here trying to actually hear 
what exactly God was saying, I think their flesh got involved and got in the way and pretty much uh, influenced what they wanted to say. Um, from what I've seen in the prophetic, um, and this is from me, you know, after, you know, me seeing a very, uh, how should I say it, a very odd version of prophecy my whole life. Um, I started digging into it recently here. And from what I have seen, um, you really have to be really in tune with God in order to hear exactly what he's saying. Um, so honestly, I think what caused a lot of them to miss is just simply their flesh. Their flesh got in the way and um, they prophesied what they wanted to happen. Sure. What What about you, Phil? What What, what do you think is, is behind that? Um, oh no, man. I mean, this is going to be a very non-diplomatic topic today. I mean, you just, just kind of got to go in on it. Just get um, ready. <laughs> it's it, it was just it was strange to me, uh, kind of like Caleb said. Like, I mean, they just they just missed. But what I uh, one thing that just kind of rubbed me wrong with a lot of people was the arrogance of a lot of these prophets. Um, and like it's like they wouldn't even back up from their prophecy that they're like, they're still hanging on to the fact that Trump's going to win. It was certified that Biden is now basically the president of the United States. Like what, what, mm -hmm. what, what are we doing? You know? Um, and then a lot of them were just kind of like, you know, I know what God showed me and I know what God told me. And I'm like, that wasn't God. If it didn't happen. Right. Like, I, I don't, I don't really think God will really speak to somebody and say, Hey, this person's going to be president. Like, how does that edify the body of Christ? You know? <laughs> and by definition, that would be considered a false prophet. But exactly. You, 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 you say that, and boy, do they get on you. Mm -hmm. and they'll call you fake. They'll call you an unbeliever. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's weird how it's like this whole Trump and Biden thing has just... Um, the, the fact that it's become a salvation issue is kind of what's just rubbing me the wrong way. Um, same here. Same here. I mean, but before I touch on too many uh, topics, well, you know, you, you, you can probably go ahead and head on to the next question because I feel like we're going we're, we're, we're to cover it all. We're going in today. <laughs> so, I mean, I, because, uh, so uh, uh, my, my thing is with this is I feel like a lot of people, and this is people in general, but this leaks over into prophets because what we have to understand about prophets is prophets are people. And, and this is not, a, a, to me, a, we're not necessarily trying to bash the prophets, but we certainly are trying to hold them accountable. Yes. Um, and to me, it seems as though a lot of people just prophesied of their own desire because we have a tendency to think that whatever our leaning is, if we have a strong passion for that, obviously God feels the same way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we can't seem to understand God outside of our context. Now, you said something very interesting, though. You said, how does knowing who the president is, how does that edify the body? One thing we have to understand about prophet, prophets, prophecy and prophet, the prophetic mantle in the New Testament is it, it's a little bit different than it was in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, as, as it pertains to Israel, at least, people did not always hear from God directly themselves. Some did, but <laughs> most depended upon a prophet. Mm -hmm. Most depended on That's right. to hear That's right. whatever God was saying. In in the New Testament, um, the prophetic is still there, but as it is described, it is not described as a lone wolf gift. Mm -hmm. It is described in concert with five other uh, gifts of the fivefold ministry, right. and all of those have a purpose. Mm -hmm. All of those gifts, and not an individual purpose. You have to understand something about the fivefold ministry, and we don't want to go too deep into this, but the fivefold ministry does not have individual purposes. The fivefold ministry collectively has a purpose. Right? Mm -hmm. And so each of them, from their different method, 
have the same purpose. So we have to be very careful when we start to take on this Old Testament model of the prophetic. And I believe that that is a big piece of why we see so many issues and errors within the prophetic movement or amongst people that consider themselves to be prophets. It is because they're holding on to an Old Testament model. You exactly. are not Elijah. Yeah. You are not Isaiah. You are exactly. not Jeremiah. No, Facts. you're not. You are not Samuel. So you, you have to work in concert with the fivefold ministry. Mm -hmm. and, and you have the same function and purpose as the other four gifts. You cannot find a New Testament description of a prophet that is separate from the edification of the saints for the perfecting of the body. That That is mm -hmm. all of our purpose as it pertains right. to Bible ministry gifts. So right. I think that is very important is, you know, uh, in addition to the being in tune with God and all of that kind of stuff, is do prophets today really understand their function as it pertains to post-Calvary? Um, I think that's something, you know, that, that has to be brought up. But but keeping in this vein of prophets, right? Um, Philip, you kind of touched on this, and I think we should push into that a little bit more. What is the typical attitude of the prophets, and, and maybe what should it be when they miss? Not when they, when, not when they get it right, right? But when you miss, because because I don't. Here's my opinion: I don't believe there's a prophet alive that never misses. Mm -hmm. I I don't. I I think every prophet alive has missed at some point. We, we, you know, even the ones that maybe we haven't seen them miss, we just haven't seen them miss. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think every prophet at some point misses and, and I'm not going to say stone them and kill them because they're a false prophet. I, I won't say that, but I will say, um, you know, I would ask rather, what, 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 what do we do? What, first, what is that attitude? What, what are their attitudes like? And what, what should the attitudes be like? Um, I mean, with, uh, well, I mean, another thing with this prophet is people think they're a prophet. They're like people think that that word means they're a predictor of the future. That's not the whole role of a prophet. Okay, go there. It, it, so, with the whole thing with them, like uh, predicting who is going to be the president, like one that doesn't really edify the body of Christ, and two, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. Um, we like we all know that just about all these prophets were raging Republicans. So uh, obviously they're gonna they're gonna try and and, and uh, elevate Trump on a, on a spiritual pedestal and say that um, he's he's the best one and we should do this and the Democrats are for abortion and stuff like this. And we touched on this subject I think in the last one or, or the previous one yes. about about you know the whole uh, different. The, the differentiation between the two parties and how there really isn't much of a differentiation. Um, Not at so all. When it came to that, it's, it's just like they they missed, and they're like, "No, nah, I really didn't miss." Or they they they, they spin they, they try to spin some kind of story to try to make it seem as if like, "No, they didn't miss," and uh, it's us that's the issue. Like, no, no, mm -hmm. you missed. You, you just you just miss. I mean, like, like I said, we're not going to stone you. We're not going to excommunicate you from the church or nothing. But like, just have the humility to admit that you missed, and maybe you made a certain prophecy in the flesh. Now, this yes, maybe maybe concerning this topic, maybe concerning the the election. But this can really go for any, any prophecy that they decide. Like, if you do it in the flesh, you're going to miss. Um, and, and like I said, being a prophet doesn't make you. Uh, a predictor of the future like that's that's not um that's, that's really not how it goes and also i mean i'm just going to go ahead and go here flowing in the prophetic doesn't make you a prophet because even king yeah. Paul flowed in the prophetic come on now but he who, wait, who a prophet king saul king saul was a king he wasn't a prophet he was a king but even he my god in the prophetic, but that didn't make him a prophet. Mm -hmm. And I think in some circles, um, 
whenever they whenever people flow in the prophetic, some like sometimes people just want to immediately label them prophet or even themselves, they just want to pick up that that label and be like, I'm a prophet. That's not necessarily the case. Um so yeah, I mean I'm I'm gonna go right. ahead and stop there and let and go ahead and let Caleb take uh take the take the question. Yeah, um I, I totally agree. Um, from what I've been seeing ever since uh, the pro, I guess I would say that the prophetic has become more popular nowadays with the Instagram age and Facebook age. Um, and so, in my in my experience, what I've seen on you know YouTube, watching prophetics, pro- prof- prophets flow, prophets flow through, and do their thing. Um, usually, the, the the their attitude is really uh, haughty, prideful, right? And it's it's this attitude of nobody can touch me. I'm invincible. I'm better than everybody else. And as Justin was talking about, the the office of the prophetic is in conjunction with the other parts of the fivefold ministry. It is not superior. Okay. I have ears, my ears listen. I have eyes, my eyes see. I have a mouth, my mouth speaks, my mouth chews. Every function in the body has a particular function. Neither is better than the other. So my my what I observed was that they had a very haughty spirit. Okay. And so whenever and and because of that haughty spirit, maybe maybe they'll tell somebody their address or something, and that person falls out, and you know, then the music starts getting really loud and everything, and you know, tell somebody that you know, something happened in their life, or they give a very vague prophecy like you have back problems, and oh. Oh my God! He said I have back problems. It's just like, dude, majority of America has. And back is that problems. even really prophecy, or is that word of knowledge? It's word of knowledge. That and and that honestly, and and that's the and that's the misunderstanding a lot of people have with the prophetic. That it has it, that's the huge misunderstanding. So when that person who is gifted in the word of knowledge decides to prophesy, guess what happens? And they miss the prophecy. Guess what happens? When somebody decides, when somebody that has the uh, fortitude and the guts to say, you missed, that person will rise up and say, I didn't miss. You guys didn't have enough faith. Okay. Yeah, or yeah. Let's um, go there. No, I, I, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard prof, uh, prophet, you said, uh, you said I was going to get that car. I, I was going to get the house or whatever, whatever. But it never happened. I waited the whole year. I sowed that three hundred dollar seed into you, and I and it never happened. And the prophet will and the and these prophets p r o f i t s will either say you didn't have faith enough, or just keep waiting. God, it'll come to pass. And so, so it's it's always been mm-hmm. this ideology of nobody can touch me. I'm better than everybody. Honestly, in my personal opinion, I think prophets should be very humble people, okay? If you happen to miss or in my misinterpret something that God had told you, because that, that can happen. Like Justin said, we're human. If you happen to misinterpret something that God had told you, you need to be very, very humble, okay? Very, very humble. Because yeah. what I saw with after everything happened, Biden got certified. I went to those prophets' pages. I'm petty. I went to those prophets' pages to see what they're saying. Okay, and I was waiting. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yep. Here we go. And and you know, one guy, uh, I forget his name, um, huge following. He apologized, but then blamed it and still agreed that it was stolen. Another guy, he pretty much said, "I wasn't wrong, but I was wrong." And and the thing is, is there was not really an apology. People were calling them out, but there wasn't really an apology. And my thing is, if you happen to misinterpret what God said or you prophesy in the flesh, you need to be humble and you need to be as apologetic as possible. Because honestly, yes. that will win people over more than if you were to sit, sit there and be like, and all that pride is up in you. And you're just like, no, no, I'm still right. Y'all the ones that didn't have faith. Humble yourself. That's well, all I one, have to say. One thing, one yes. thing that's that is strange. I mean, you, yeah, I, I definitely agree with the fact that you know prophets should be humble. I mean, the whole ministry as a whole should be humble because every every ministry can make mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the the thing that that strikes me as odd is how these prophets nowadays, um, and, and obviously this isn't all of them in every circle, but you know, there's there's a lot of prophecies days that kind of feel like they're an elevated 
position over the rest of the fivefold ministry. And that's not the mm -hmm. case. Like every, every piece of the fivefold ministry is just as vital to the rest of the body of Christ and the rest of the fivefold ministry as the next as the next ministry. So yeah. I mean I mean it's 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 strange seeing how you know prophets just it's almost like they feel as if they're untouchable. But yet like me, like I know a lot of pastors that are just so humble that you know they'll make they will make a mistake and they'll just be like i made a mistake mm -hmm. and i'm just like that's like that's that's what it means to be a minister but especially yeah. a pastor you know to admit that i made a mistake i yeah. am a man those are the people that i like to follow and and learn from yeah absolutely absolutely what what's your question um and this wasn't in our docket but my mind goes to this, when you talk about each of the gifts having equal importance, and, and I say this so we don't beat up on prophets, because I, I think that that happens sometimes. It, it, do you think, or do you guys think, that it is just as big of a mistake as someone to give a false prophecy as somebody to give a false interpretation of scripture in a sermon? They, they both hold equal, they both hold equal weight in my opinion. Um, it's, a, it's a good question because um, when you look at, I'd say, the Old Testament model of prophecy, um, if we were kind of in that model, I would probably say, yeah, it would probably hold a little bit more weight. Um, but nowadays, I don't feel like that's the case. I feel like, like I said, it's kind of equal um, because if something's false and if you're doing something in a false manner, whether it's interpreting a scripture the wrong way or maybe a, a misinterpretation of tongues or something like that um all of that can be a detriment including you know a false prophecy but i think what needs to happen is kind of a shift in people's mentality that just because something is prophesied doesn't necessarily like you can't just put everything in your life just on that one thing now i'm not saying not to trust the ministry of the prophet i'm not saying that at all um, you should you should definitely trust the ministry of a prophet, um, but uh, you you shouldn't elevate that ministry and his word above or or her word above somebody else's. That's you know yeah. also yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree. Um, right, I, I would agree thousand percent. Um, Honestly, in my opinion, I think it cheapens the prophetic. It cheap, no, that's not just the prophetic. It cheapens the ministry. Okay, when um, when I see that happen, um, and it also, it also, yeah, it also kills our witness. It also kills our witness because I not you have you don't know the amount of comments I have seen on Facebook and Instagram this week of people saying, well, this person who's a prophet said Trump was going to win, and it didn't happen. So is God real or not? And 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 it's very it it's that's why I personally take the prophetic when I hear somebody rise up and say that God said I take it so seriously. You know, some people, a lot of Christians will just say, "Eh, well, he missed it, ass, whatever." To me, it's not whatever. It's 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 a very very serious thing because pe we're busy telling people yes. that God is real. We are telling people that. God can do anything. God can heal you. God, God can foretell the future and, and, and speak to somebody and give them a word or give them a prophecy and tell us what to do in preparation yeah. to what's coming. And then when you prophesy something false, that person say, well, God must not exist. And now we're back to square one. Now we're back at square. Absolutely. I personally feel like it, they both hold equal weight because also if a preacher is preaching something and they're using eisegesis and they're pulling the scripture out and they're isolating it to make a point of theirs and what they're preaching is absolute heresy, it can have the same effect. Facts. Yeah, it's the same. And so and I say that to anyone handling the word of the Lord and or who, who is saying that what you are speaking out is the word of the Lord to a people. Uh, I think it is very important that you be very careful. And so I, I want to go to something that I said before uh, is we've got to be, uh, you know, anyone who considers themselves to be a prophet, I, I think that you shouldn't be prophesying so much. I, I don't believe that 
God is speaking to one individual consistently as at like rapid fire pace. You can't handle it. You literally can't handle it. You're, you're, you, you, no, no one can contain being that much of a channel in your physical body. I think that prophets need to slow down and come under strong accountability. Um, and, and speaking of, you know, this accountability, uh, you know, we're talking about the attitude of these prophets and what should the attitude be? Uh, as I said, most of them will say that, oh, you know, hey, this is what I believe, you know, this is what is going to happen. This is, this is thus saith the Lord. Um, and then whether it's the election or whether it's something else, because, uh, you know, the election isn't the only thing that a lot of these prophets have missed on. There was a lot of people prophesying that by now the coronavirus will be gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many, so many things uh, that have missed. Um, and and I, I, I think it's very important that we, you know, kind of address this accountability piece um, because a lot of them are just prideful. Yes, very. And put them in. They are not submitted. So many are prophets or prophetic people. They, they feel like they're such a channel that, that God's mouth is so direct to their ear that they don't have to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these prophetic people, you'll notice a lot of them, they have their online following or they have, you know, they, they won't submit to a pastor or to an apostle uh, or to the bishop or whatever your, you know, form of church. They won't submit to anybody. They're kind of, you know, wanderers. If they don't have their own church, they I think he might be gone. Yeah, he kind of froze. Kind of froze there, boy. Oh, up oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, what 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 I have noticed from a lot of people who proclaim themselves to be prophets is they literally believe that every thought that comes through their mind is a prophetic thought. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so every word they hear, oh, this is the Lord. I hear the Lord say, no, you didn't hear the Lord say. You, 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 this, everything that comes through your mind is not the Lord. But you need to be under strong, strong uh, accountability. Um, you need to be under strong accountability to ensure that, that you are not just spewing and spewing and spewing. Because uh, I think we would see a lot less misses if we had more people uh, prop in the prophetic who were accountable. Uh, and speaking of this accountability, I think we should talk about Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson is someone who has prophesied about uh, Trump winning the first election. Now, as it pertains to prophecy and Trump winning the first election, there are several people who prophesied him winning the first election, and they were they were correct. Yeah. One gentleman went by the name of Kim Clement. Lord rest his soul. He's passed on. Kim Clement prophesied this years and years ago that Donald Trump was going to be president. Uh, there's another prophet that I know of by the name of uh, Dr. Matthew Stevenson. And he didn't directly prophesy Trump, but he, I remember prior to the election prophesied, I wanna say this was in 2015. He said the next president of the United States was not going to be a career politician. He said that the Lord showed him a businessman that was going to be uh, in the presidency. So concerning the first, Jeremiah Johnson was also one who prophesied that, uh, you know, coming up for the election that it was going to be Donald Trump that won. And at the time, there were a bunch of prophets saying that the actual person was going to be Hillary. Specifically, (laughs) Prophet Brian Karn was one of the ones who declared that it was going to be Hillary, and he missed. Yes, he was. He also... Go ahead. He also prophesied that year that um, the Golden State Warriors were going to win, and actually the Cleveland Cavaliers won that year. Yes. So, and again, that goes back to how does knowing who's going to win the NBA championship edify the body? It doesn't. But exactly. You know, um, going to going going into this thing here uh, with. Jeremiah Johnson and even Brian Carn, when when he missed with Hillary Clinton, he he came out. I will I will give him this. He came out and he said, 
I missed. Um, and, you know, he said it in his voice. He's like, Prophet Garden missed it, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but at least he admitted it. In this yeah, case, yeah. Jeremiah Johnson is someone who, uh, to use Phillips' words, is a raging Republican. Uh, he is extremely conservative and nothing wrong with that. But he believed that basically God was saying that Trump was to continue as president. And he, he made a list of three prophecies, and you can read this in, in an apology letter he did. Uh, he talked about some different things, and uh, he was, you know, 60%, right? Three of them were accurate, and one of them wasn't. I guess it would be 66%. Uh, but in any case, um, if you go online and look this up, if you're interested, he does a detailed apology and he, he lists the prophecies prior and he, you know, coming down after that, he gets down to where he missed this prophecy. And one of the things that struck me is so interesting. He said that he was submitted to other leaders who read through his letter that he discussed this apology with to determine this is what I need to do. And, and I think that level of accountability is so necessary because yeah. his prophecy failed, but he came forth with a genuine apology. And this is one of the things he said. He said, I am not going to blame the people of God for not praying and that yeah. being caused. I recall hearing one prophet in a pulpit saying that there aren't false prophecies, there are false recipients. And that the reason that the prophecies are failing is because the people are not receiving them and doing what they need to do with the word that comes forth. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. Now, I will say this much. In a few select cases, that might be true. I was about to go there, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. There are times where there's something that you must do in order for the word to come to pass. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I'll, yes. I'll agree with that. But in general, prophecy is not conditional. And as it pertains to national events, you can't, you can't use that. Now, one thing that a lot of people will try to use, and I want us to tackle this, is this whole Hezekiah story because whenever they want to say that prophecy is conditional, immediately we will go to Hezekiah and how the prophet came to Hezekiah and said, you are getting ready to die. And Hezekiah went to prayer and, and, and upon his praying, uh, the Lord reversed it and gave him another 15 years. And so, uh, you know, you can reverse prophecy. So, uh, you know, that's what we'll use to say, I didn't miss, I actually heard God, but something switched in the spirit. <laughs> but no, 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 continue on that, continue on that Hezekiah. Yeah, keep going on that, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a reason, there's a reason why in this specific story, the prophecy switched. So, mm -hmm. so Hezekiah goes before the Lord in prayer and says, Lord, extend my life. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what you have to understand about Hezekiah. Let's just go here. Hezekiah, Hezekiah is a man who has stood up before the Lord, right? Uh, so the Lord honors his prayer. He says, okay, sure. You know what, Hezekiah? I am going to grant you another 15 years. Now, here's the first thing. It was a personal prophecy. It was not a national prophecy. It was not a prophecy to the children of Israel. It was a personal prophecy, number one. Number two, after Hezekiah prayed, then the same prophet received a word that told him, go back to Hezekiah and tell him, I'm going to give him another 15 years. So what I'm trying to figure out is if you qualify for the Hezekiah exemption, that's what I'm going to call it. How is it that you did not know until January 6th that Donald Trump was not going to be the president? Thank you. 
Because with the Hezekiah example, there has to be two prophecies. So the first prophecy would have been, in this case, Donald Trump is going to win a second term. The second prophecy would have been Joe Biden's going to win the presidency, the 2020 election. Then we could qualify for the Hezekiah exemption. <laughs> right. That's good. That's good stuff right there. I like that one. <laughs> exemption. Because, yeah, I mean, I do remember on a, I think I watched a, a live of, 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 of Brian Karn and he was like, I told y'all that Trump would be president. But I also said that this election was hanging in the balance. Yeah, I saw that one too. He said, hanging in the balance. And then, you know, it was funny, Philip. He said something that kind of caught my attention. He said, at first, he was saying, the Lord said, Donald Trump is going to win. And then he did, you remember that live, Justin, we were talking about? Yeah, no, you got to say it right. He he said, said, I heard. This this is what he said. Say it right now. He said, Trump will triumph. Yeah, he (laughs) said. And then he came back around when it was looking shaky on November the 3rd, if I remember correctly. It's live, unless he took it down. He said, I heard in the spirit that the election is undecided. And he said, remember, he said that he had a dream where he saw Joe Biden in the presidency and that, but he wasn't 100% sure because dreams for him are 50-50. Yeah. His, so, yeah, yeah. So when, when it was funny how he, he used his words carefully because he didn't say who he heard it from. He just said, "I heard." Mm. So he didn't see this in the spirit realm. He heard it. See, so I was said, sitting there thinking, I saw, "But I heard." Heard exactly. Got to pay attention to those key words now. But um, it's just funny because like I'm sitting up here and, and this whole time I'm just like, "What does this have to do?" With the edification of the people of God. What does it have to do with witnessing to lost souls? What does this have to do with salvation? Absolutely nothing. And it doesn't matter which party you voted for. Your vote will not send you to heaven and it will not send you to hell. So it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with your salvation. It does no edification whatsoever, which is why my attitude towards a lot of these prophets that kept on prophesying about the election I kind of basically ignored them the whole time because yeah, me too. It's it's just odd because I'm like for the past year, most of these prophets have been preaching more about politics than they have about salvation and the Holy Spirit. Facts. And a lot of a lot of stuff about that, and even one particular. Now, I really I really hate to call names, but I mean, I even came I even came, I even had an encounter with one of these prophets, and boy, were they, it, it's it's just like their attitude. Is is that you cannot check them in anything whatsoever? Nope. It, 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 it couldn't even have anything to do with their prophecies. It could be anything. You can't check them at all. Nope. Because what do you hear? What do you hear? Their followers, because they've garnered a cult following. Their followers touch not mine anointed. Do my prophets no harm? And I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Like it. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And like even when I. Even when I had this encounter with this prophet, and it's just like his his attitude was just like, and 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 he proceeded to call me fake. Uh, uh, he also said, uh, um, "Oh, we know what side you 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 uh, you 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 like." I guess side with you know. Basically, he was saying that I'm a Democrat, which I'm not. I'm neither. I'm nothing. I'm not. I'm literally not. I'm not affiliated with any kind of political label you can put on me. No, I'm not. But he couldn't see that because I made a joke about one one post. I think it was about uh, when Georgia was doing with was doing the whole thing with the ballots in the Senate and everything. And yeah, I made a joke about that. And because of that post, he 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 decided to think he proceeded to assume that I was a Democrat. But then uh, he also proceeded to call me a nobody and um, that you know I no you know the world doesn't have to worry about me and what I preach or whatever and. That because the, the the topic that we were talking about was the reason why Facebook banned him, and it was because he shared a meme with some disinformation about the election. And because of this whole disinformation going around about the election, um, a lot of platforms, especially Facebook, have decided to just fact check and ban certain posts. And um, a lot of people see this as a persecution on the church. A lot of people see it as they're taking away our freedom of speech. No, they're not. It's just that this dumpster fire of an of an election has just has gotten everybody into 
you have seen such crazy colors come out of people during this this past year. And um, so Facebook is just like, let's just kind of try and get rid of all that disinformation. Well, when I approached the person and just said, well, you shouldn't share stuff with disinformation in it. And, you know, that's when this conversation kind of started. So, and, but the point that I make by saying this is like the attitude of a lot of these prophets is that you cannot check at all. Like they, yeah. just, they don't, they don't even try to check them because they can explain their way and accuse their way out of anything, mm. you know? And it's, and it's rough because I mean, like I said, uh, I, I mean, I, actually, I, I think Justin um, kind of alluded to this was that they aren't accountable to anybody, not a pastor, not, not an apostle, like they're not accountable. And that's literally what the five-fold ministry is for is to keep each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times, especially if you have a prophecy or if you have a word, God will, re- will, will reveal that to somebody else in the fivefold ministry. I think it's uh, Second Corinthians says um, that in the, in, the, in the presence of two or three shall every word be established. So you can, you, you can safely assume that God can speak to you, but he can also reveal something like that to somebody else so that you can confirm it. Exactly. And, well, you and I have a story on that when it came to a certain prophecy about a certain prophet back in 65 that passed away mm-hmm. yeah. yeah several several prophecies but we we will leave that yeah we'll, 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 we'll talk, we'll talk for the that. time being for the time being we'll leave that prophet alone because of that don't leave me don't leave me <laughs> because of that it makes me feel and i've seen and i've seen people flow in the prophetic you know since my time in ministry and everything and i have seen that god will reveal to uh, the fivefold ministry, something that he wants to get across to his people, and he'll reveal it to the ministry, but in in their certain, of course, ministry. So a prophet, he'll reveal something in their in that specific ministry, but then an evangelist will have a similar word or confirmation that'll come behind the word of the prophet, and then the pastor will also nur- nurture that word, and, and and you know the fivefold ministry will work in in tandem like that. But that's another reason why I brought I brought up that story is because. Um, yeah, these prophets, man, they, they, they feel like you, you can't check them at all. And their following also feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And so I think we need to push this, you know, uh, we, we, we just went, you know, over some of the prophets uh, that, you know, we've heard of. Now, let, let's address this, too, because I think it's very important to to kind of come into this as we're kind of winding up is you know how should we feel about prophet prophecy and just a whole prophetic thing in, in a season like this because let I, I heard someone say i was listening this morning and he said something so powerful he said that the year has changed but the times have not absolutely mm-hmm. yes 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 and and i believe if i look at scripture God sends prophets in seasons of trouble mm-hmm. that whenever there is a, a point of turmoil that the prophetic is a very strong tool in the hand of the Lord. And, and I believe that that in turning hearts towards God, the prophetic can be a very strong tool. But we have to be very careful in the prophetic about that pride thing that we've been talking about. Uh, you'll even find uh, when you're looking at Elijah, Elijah was a very strong prophet. When it came down to that showdown at Mark Comrell and you had the prophets of Baal going forth and you have Elijah going forth as well, that the Lord used him prophetically. And, and that was a very uh, strong move of God that turned uh, hearts back towards, uh, back towards the Lord. And, and, and I think it's very important. Uh, it's a very important, the prophetic is a very important aspect uh, of, of outreach. Mm-hmm. But to be, to be, first of all, let me just say this, this isn't even where we were going, but I, I sense this to say this, because uh, I just feel like it. Uh, um, <laughs> we need more prophets in our counseling meetings. We need more prophets going and getting a psychology degree and being psychologists and psychiatrists. How much better would you be with that word of knowledge gift? Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of prophesying houses and cars, helping people to get over childhood traumas, 
you'd be a lot more effective, I think, that way. Absolutely. And you wouldn't be so broken having to ask us to sow $300,000 seeds either. So, um, <laughs> don't get me started on that. Because you, you got, you people are selling prophecies, and that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's right. You, you know that's wrong because I I know you keep trying to go back to give the give the give the prophet a, some meal, give the prophet uh the your last of bread, and God will multiply it. I love how you're using that example, but I want you to find an example where Jesus required somebody to give him something for a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Never did, because the fivefold ministry is the splitting up of the gifts of Christ. But never mind that. Um. You know, but I, I got to reiterate, Prophet, you have got to start seeing yourself as a part of the fivefold ministry, not as an individual. Yeah, not a lone ranger. Yeah. You're not a lone ranger. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that in a time of trouble like we are in today, that the prophetic is so needed. It is so necessary. And and I, I believe that we, we could use it. But at this point, coming out of 2020 especially, I mean... I can understand that there are so many people out there who are saying, you know what? I don't believe in these guys anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't trust them. All of the prophets are false and not all of them are false, but, but here it is. We, you know, we are, we, we, we have seen in many cases where we're like, nobody prophesied about the coronavirus. They didn't see it. Now to be fair, there were prophets that saw, the virus. There was a prophet Bernard E. Jordan. He wrote about this in a book uh, called Written Judgments about 20 years ago. Uh, even prophet Brian Karn in 2016 put out a book and he didn't know it was going to be coronavirus, but he talked about pandemics coming uh, to the U.S. and even closer. And prob- I would consider this the more accurate because his timing was accurate. There's a prophet who's not as famous. His name is Taurus Solomon. And Taurus prophesied at the beginning of 2020 that he saw a respiratory disease hitting America and sweeping through the nation. Now, he thought it was tuberculosis and he missed uh, as far as the diagnosis because nobody had ever heard of coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, but so it looked like tuberculosis to him. To, to him, he said, I look and he said tuberculosis. Now, I think that that's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say he missed. And the yeah. reason is because if I go back and look in prophecies in the Bible and they talk about, you know, like armies of ants, that's not <laughs> actual armies of ants. Uh, yeah. You know, you're talking about soldiers. So sometimes you, when, when we receive a prophetic word that doesn't, that we don't have a, a form of reference for, um, I think it is very important that we understand, um, you know, that the prophet has to frame that in whatever way he um, he can frame it, like however he can give that example, whatever, you know, wh- what is it in his Rolodex of thoughts or things that he can, you know, reference. That's what he's going to to use. Uh, but Taurus, Taurus hit on, on the head. So there were people that saw it. We just didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah, but 100%. in general, most of the people that we would know to be prophets, they didn't see coronavirus. They didn't know it was coming. Yeah. No, no. you know, they, they, they prophesied about the election, which was something obvious and easy that everybody knew was coming up. So, of course, you can prophesy about the election. And most of them missed. And like I said, I only know one prophet who even brought up the idea of Biden being the president and he wasn't a hundred percent sure. So I think that there's a lot of distrust amongst the prophets. Yes. There's a a lot of distrust amongst the prophets. So in a time like this where we are troubled and this is an hour where the prophetic is needed the most, right? What do we do? What do we throw away the prophets? Do we say all the prophets are false or all of them are liars or how do we handle it when we hear the prophets stand up and say, Hey, I have a word from the Lord. Uh, you know, we're in the first week of January where a lot of people are standing up and saying, I've got the word of the Lord for the year. This is what's going to happen in twenty in, in 2021. Not to count the fact that in 2020, so many of them came and telling us how great of a year it was going to be and how it was the year of 2020 vision. Yep. And it was like the year of 2020 division. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yep. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do we do with that? What do we do? Um, I mean, in my opinion, uh, 
as far as the body, looking for, um, like looking at the, the, the prophet ministry, what you need to do, um, in for lack of a better phrase, to kind of um, that, like make the help help the the prophet be valid. Um, look for him or her to be accountable to um, the fivefold ministry. Yes, that's one huge thing. Um, no minister should ever be a lone ranger and be talking about I have a word from the Lord. I don't. I mean, I've heard. I've even, I think I heard Brian Carn say this. He's like, oh, the prophet dances to a beat of a different drum. Well, yeah, all ministers do, but you're in a, you're in the same band. So, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're, if, you're, if you're dancing to the beat of a different drum. I mean, you may have the, the evangelist on the drums, but you're playing the bongos. But just, you're in the same band, okay? So you need to be mm -hmm. to each other. Um, so I would say, um, you know, make sure that you are following a five-fold ministry that is all accountable to each other. Um, you know, the same with a pastor, same with an evangelist, uh, same with an apostle. Like they, they should be accountable to each other. Um, and I've seen many, many cases in which they are. And um, I'll actually just give a shout out to, uh, to a pastor here, here in town, uh, uh, Pastor Bagwell. He, he, he's, he, he's one of the main people that really uh, educated me on the fivefold ministry and like how he does, um, and how he's accountable to, to, to you know his fivefold ministry. And I, I just want to give a shout out to him if he's watching. Um, that he, he's a uh, He's accountable to a fivefold ministry, and his fivefold ministry, obviously, is, you know, they're accountable to each other, and that's what makes. Whenever you know the prophet stands up and says, "I have a word from the Lord," you know, I can actually take that to the bank because I know that he is accountable to spiritual counsel. Um, if you have a gift but you have no accountability, that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, so you can just run off and do whatever you want, and then attach God's name to it, and you know, it, it's it actually not be from the Lord. So accountability in ministry is the biggest thing ever. And it's hard. That's why submission is such a powerful thing in the Bible, because uh, once you get that pride out of the way and you can submit even to a even to a peer, that's a good thing. Submitting to peers and being accountable to your peers, that's a that's a huge thing. Once you yeah. do that, there is so there is there's no limit to what you can do in the spirit realm and especially in the so yes. yeah. Um, well, honestly, I think we should just go to the Bible, see what the Bible has to say about it. That's one approach we can take. Like Philip said, like Philip already explained. Um, if you see somebody that, you know, they were a part of a church and they were under a pastor and then now all of a sudden they are a rogue agent, they're, a, you know, they're Lone Ranger, big red flag, big red flag. Yes. Um, that person needs to be submitted under um, some sort of headship, but I would say, um, first John four, one says, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Um, I think in times like these, we should not throw away the prophetic, but Absolutely. however, comma, we should not be so gullible. Okay. Um, because God still speaks to us through prophets. Okay. God still, um, Amos 3, 7, God speaks to us. He says, uh, surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his service the prophet. So he does speak to the prophets today. So we, we can't just, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, well, if one prophet is walking around giving false prophecies, then all of them are. And this is fake. The Lord will confirm what he says to his prophets when he speaks to them. Um, so I think that we should just be very, very discerning and um, also just be very discerning and just be mindful and prayerful about what they say. Because uh, Matthew seven fifteen, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're reverending wolves. These are the prophets, the P-R-O-F-I-T-S, the ones that want to come and sell you prophecies and um, draw a big crowd, get paid $170,000, $180,000 for the night, dip out and go home and leave everybody there with empty promises and um, – I have a scripture for that too – empty promises and um, and just – uh, craziness. Uh, let me see here. Um, um, it's a, it's a, the scripture is, um, I think it is, it's Jeremiah 23, 16. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you 
They make you vain. They speak vision of their own heart and out of and not out of the mouth of the Lord. So watch out for the people who want to sell you prophecies and and prophesy great things to you. And you're going to get the house. You're going to get the car, all that kind of stuff. Main thing, main thing, just be discerning, be discerning and be watchful. You know, don't be a jerk and be like, well, you know, I don't believe him or anything like just just be very discerning and just your ears need to perk up when somebody says, God gave me a word. God said this, that, and the third. Your ears need to perk up. You need to go into prayer, and you need to watch for it. That's all I got. Absolutely. And I, I mean, you just read some powerful scriptures. I think it's very important, and this is the biggest key. Like we said, don't throw away the prophets. Don't throw away the prophet, prophetic. But this is here as someone who is on the on the end of receiving a prophecy or you're in an audience and you're hearing a prophecy or you read a Facebook post or whatever you see. Whenever someone says, this is the word of the Lord, I want to give you this. You need to become more discerning. We need to become less gullible. As we said, commit that thing to prayer. If I'm honest, and this is not a matter of bragging, I'm just being frank. I believe that there is a place in God that you can get to, to where at least most of the time, you know when someone is missing as soon as you hear it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, it doesn't mean that you're a prophet. It just means that you're in a place to where you can trust the Holy Spirit that you know, because it's not, it, there's something about it is not registering in your spirit. Here's what the scripture says, and this is the middle verse of the Bible. Literally, I, and I don't know if this was intentional when they were compiling the King James version of scripture. I don't know if this was intentional or not. But Psalms 118, and I believe it is verse 8, this is the very middle verse of Scripture says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. When the Scriptures are talking about don't just believe every prophet and all of that, what it, it's not saying get rid of the prophets, but be discerning when you hear. So above the prophet, I trust the Holy Ghost in me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't need a prophet to prophesy most things. Very rarely do I receive prophecy. But it mm -hmm. doesn't mean that the spirit doesn't speak and give some level of forewarning or some mm -hmm. level of foreknowing. Uh, so you've got to trust that the same God inside of you is the same God inside of the, in, inside of the prophet. And if your spirit is right, and you're in disagreement with what your spirit's not agreeing with what that prophet has declared, don't receive it. Don't don't exactly don't don't demolish them, don't pick yeah. on them, don't be ridiculous. If you're you know, you might not even be a hundred percent sure, but if it does not agree with that knowing in your spirit, if their thing inside of you doesn't say, Man, I agree with that, if you do not uh, bear, if your spirit does not bear witness with the prophetic word that was uttered, don't receive it. Exactly. It doesn't mean that God is not using the prophets. It doesn't mean that we don't need the prophets, but it means that more than the prophets, you need the Holy Ghost. Absolutely. That's right. And if you have that, your discerning, if you have that and are in communication with God, Let's let's yeah, if you if you are in communication with God for yourself, if you are praying yourself, if you are meditating yourself, then you will you 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 will know you might not be 100 percent accurate and you don't have to be. But you'll have a knowing in your spirit when somebody declares this to be the word of the Lord. You'll know. Nah, that wasn't it. You miss, buddy. Mm -hmm. and that'll keep you from a lot of the confusion. Uh, that That's all I would have for that. We need these are troubling times. We need prophetic words we need real prophets so i urge mm -hmm. everyone who's watching this that believes themselves to be prophetic i i, I really i i want you to get connect if you're not already please get submitted yeah yes under someone and if you've missed take a break if you just missed the election in november we don't need to hear from you in january about what's going to happen the rest of this year take a That's break right. mm -hmm. Or, 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 or try this. 
submit that prophecy to someone else and say, hey, what is you, what are you hearing when you read this? What 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 are you sensing when you read this? Uh, I, I want us to come, uh, you know, th all those that are prophets, I want you to come under a, a stronger accountability because I, I believe that you are so needed. And I don't want you to feel like the church does, is against you. I don't want you to feel like the church isn't, is not for you. Uh, but, but we, and, and I, I don't want you to feel like the church is happy that you missed. We're not we're happy not. about this. The we're reason not. we're talking about this is because we're so disappointed that there are so many of you that we can't trust. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Say that again, Philip. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, there, there's so many that we can't trust, but there's also so many that we can't check. And that exactly. makes us not trust you even more. Exactly. Exactly. So this exactly. is a, a time where we need to become more disciplined and accountable uh, before we release something to be the word of the Lord. Yes, sir. And uh, and those of us on the other end that are receiving, we need to be more discerning uh, and trusting of the Lord. Because trust me, God will talk to you and you do not have to be a prophet. That's, That's right. That's um, all I have uh, here for tonight. One uh one instance I'll bring up. My mother has always been a dreamer. Philip, you know this. My mother's always been a dreamer, and um, there was some, there's some, there's peeps, there's several times where my mother, God showed her in a dream that she was somebody was gonna die. She knew who exactly it was, and the Lord told her, "Don't tell them, mm -hmm. don't tell anybody." Yep. And sure enough, a few weeks later, they die. She had dreams that a certain family was going to leave a church. She saw them, you know, leaving the church. They had a dream. She had a dream. God gave her a dream, and she, she was leaving church. The Lord said, don't say nothing. A month later, that whole family left the church. So, but my mom has never risen up and said, I'm a prophet. Yeah. But she has that gift. And it's trustworthy time and time again. It's like she, it's, uh, her, she, she dreams. She also hears. Like she's heard somebody's voice. She recognized who that voice was. She's heard the, heard them talking in the house. And for some reason, they die. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, you people have gifts, but they don't just rise up and say, I'm a prophet and get full of pride and want to put all these labels on themselves. And honestly, um, somebody asked, you know, what our gifts are, you know, um, part of people having gifts is, when you stir up the gift that is was inside you, the Holy Spirit, when you stir up that gift within inside of you, certain gifts that God wants to impart to you will start manifesting and you'll Absolutely. start moving inside of those gifts. Um, so just because you may not have a spiritual gift now, and I'm off topic, but you may not have a spiritual gift now does not mean you never will. Um, so I think it's just one of those things where where it's just it, it, this can happen for anybody. This can happen to anybody. Anybody can receive a word from the Lord. Um, but if, if you receive a word from the Lord, it does not mean you have to tell everybody that word. That's right. Okay. Somebody, somebody might have got a word from the Lord, says this, that, and the third, and it was just for them. Don't, don't go telling everybody. Because if you go telling people the word that God told you was for you and you only, people are going to be confused. They're going to tell you that you're, 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 you're lying on God. Just keep it to yourself. You know. Um, I personally feel, honestly, that because of false prophecies um, about the 2020 election and Donald Trump, it really did fuel what happened in Washington. Because I've seen on Facebook for a while people saying, um, you know, because of QAnon, all that disinformation and stuff like that, they, again, they targeted the evangelicals, Christian evangelicals. And I kept seeing this over and over. This is going to be biblical. It's already been prophesied. You guys are going to be sitting there looking crazy when all of this comes to pass. It's been prophesied. And those prophecies gave people so much hope, so much, and not just hope, a lot of arrogance in what they believed and a lot of arrogance in what they were saying that when Joe Biden got certified at, what, 3 o'clock in the morning the other day, they were sitting there looking, um, this ain't right. And it also gave them more arrogance to say, even though Joe Biden has been certified by the Electoral College, Donald Trump is still going to be the president. And so it's just we really need to treat the prophetic with we need we, we really need to be careful with it because it's not a game. This is not a yeah. game. I think the prophetic is in a very fragile state right now.
Yeah, for sure. And yes. So we, we, yes, it is. All in general, we don't want to throw this out. We do not want to throw this away. But we do need to make sure that we properly manage it so that um, we would be able to redevelop that confidence that when someone uh, steps forth as a prophet and says, I am, I've received a word from the Lord. This is what God says, that we can have that confidence to say, amen, we will take that to the bank. We will write that down. We will, we will, we, we believe it, that, 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 that is the word of the Lord because we can trust the people that are proclaiming to be his mouthpieces. So, um, man, uh, I, I think, uh, Philip, you have anything else here tonight? No, actually, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was it for me. Um, this, this was a good discussion. Um, uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks to everybody that tuned in. And, um, yeah, I mean, we just wanted to I mean, let everybody know that we're not beating up on prophets and the prophetic ministry. Um, but with every ministry, just like the prophet ministry, there needs to be accountability. And um, that's really what we're advocating for here is the accountability aspect of it. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, um, thanks for everybody for joining in. Um, I'm not sure what our next, actually, I do not know what our next topic will be. And you will want to be here for that topic. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good discussion. And yeah, it's going to be real good. You yeah. be here the next two weeks. Yeah, um, you want to do it. And again, uh, like we said in the beginning, we are now on Apple podcast. You can find the link on our page. You can also find it in the comments of this video. I want you to go do that. And pretty soon we're going to be on YouTube too. So I want you to follow us everywhere you see us. Share, 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 share. I need you to become a share warrior. Come on in here. Uh, Because (laughs) we want to make sure that everybody uh, is a part of these discussions. And hey, DM us. Or, or put something in the comments. Let us know if there's something you want to talk about. There's a question you want to ask. We would love to do that. If there are things that you guys want to know about us that maybe we could do an episode on that, uh, we're definitely happy to do that. So thank you for coming on in uh, on tonight. And God bless. Have a great night. God bless y'all. Love y'all.